Welcome to the Cerebral Mind Control Podcast. You're listening to episode number 56 with Tanya LaRose, marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and real estate agent here in Saskatoon. She does so many amazing things in every single area that she's a part of. Now, this episode has been brought to you by Enigma Talent and Entertainment, Canada's one-stop shop for premium corporate quality entertainment services, ranging from hypnotists, magicians, mentalists, DJs, photo booths, photographers, and videographers, you name it, they have it in entertainment services. Now, you guys are definitely going to enjoy learning alongside myself as we go through the mind of Tanya LaRose, a local real estate agent here in Saskatoon who is absolutely killing it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Tanya LaRose. Thank you so much for coming out. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you, Anthony? I'm pretty good. Thank you. Good. So, yeah. How long has it been since we last even seen each other? It's like, it I, was the Sastel days. It was definitely the Sastel days. Um, I think that is at this point, uh, six years. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so a ton has changed in six years. Has it ever? Like, personally, I've been doing magic full time ever since then. And you are now in the real estate agency. Tell me for people that don't know, like maybe give us a a little backstory of the last six years. Yeah, sure. So um, I left Sastel because I wanted to start a family and I ended up having a, a sweet little boy. And um, somewhere along the way, I sort of realized, you know, I don't think I want to just be a stay at home mom, although it's a extremely valuable role in society. I just needed more intellectual stimulation. And um, I don't know, I've always been around um, sort of the industry in different ways, construction. My dad's a car- uh, carpenter. Okay. And um, yeah, I was sort of recruited. At the end of the day, I ended up being recruited to Remax. And um, I'm definitely happy it all sort of rolled out how it did because Remax, it's the number one uh, brokerage in the city, in the province, in the country, and in the world. Yeah. So it's nice, and it's it's number one for a reason, right? I I don't want to put it like have this come across as like a Remax plug, but I just really believe in the brand, and it's it's helped me come as far as I've come, and I know it's going to help me go even further. You know. For sure. Yeah. So why did so I, I guess yeah your your dad was in construction, but what made you think that this was the path for you? Well. I was also inspired by one of my friends, one of our mutual friends, Anthony, okay. <laughs> Lacey, Lacey Cassette. Do you remember? Okay. Her? Yes, yeah. So, yeah. so we had, uh, we had maintained a friendship, uh, for a while there after the Sestel days and, um, she had gotten into real estate and, and, uh, we touched base every now and then and, um, she was enjoying it. And I guess, um, that was another another sort of you know eye opener to hey you know this might be exactly what I'm looking for you know right yeah for sure so how many years have you been doing this now it's been three years now damn that's a long time yeah yeah so it sort of flies by but yeah I guess it is a long time yeah so you've been like what's a what's an average day like for you oh boy it's <laughs> a lot I, I'm assuming yeah I, I have no idea yeah. Well, when I first joined Remax, my broker, the first one of the first things my broker said to me was, "You need to be working sixty hours a week." And I was like, "Sixty hours? Is that really necessary?" <laughs> but it's so true. And just like any other small business owner, you know, if you have a passion of uh, for the industry you're in, or just what you do to a, on a daily basis, like yourself, right? Like I've seen your work and I've even followed some of your, your work since the Sastel days. And it's always really refreshing. And I, I can see that passion in you, the same passion that sort of resonates within me. And, um, that's what I mean. Like it's when you're, when you're, when you enjoy it that much, it doesn't feel like work, although you are putting in like 60 ish hours a week. Right. Um, so to break that, amount of work down to a day and it varies so much you know like uh, my day 
always consists of emails and communications with my clients. It consists of showing houses, uh, you know, going on listing appointments, um, creating my marketing material for the houses that I'm I'm selling, as well as for my personal branding. Um, right, because you're essentially like you're the the head of your own business. Like even though you're with Remax, like you're the this is your business. Exactly, and that's pretty much uh, probably one of the. Mi- primary misconceptions when I, you know, start to talk to people about real estate is that every realtor is their own sole proprietor. Um, just this year I incorporated and, um, right on. yeah, so it was, it was a That's bit of a huge. milestone for me. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. But every realtor does start out as a sole proprietor. So, um, every realtor you ever meet, they're, they're their own business owner and they're, I mean, ultimately the goal is for all of us to, you know, grow our business regardless of the industry. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a good reminder. Like we do have affiliations in order to practice and, and, uh, maintain our license. We do have to be affiliated with a, a brokerage like Century 21 or Remax or okay. et cetera. But at the end of the day, we are working for ourselves. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, at the base of it all, you know, what what I do with my business, what you do with yours, it's it's essentially when you strip everything down, it's the same. Yeah. You know, we're both running businesses. Exactly. So but I wanna I just recently saw one of your posts. You bought a truck. I did. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, no, tell me about that. Okay. So that was um that was a long time coming, about six months of planning. So the tail end of 2016, um, I've been, you know, working on a business plan for sort of a sister company to my real estate uh, business. And right from the beginning, I've always been a firm believer in staging, like staging sells houses, you know, and And what um, what is staging? So staging is um, basically if you take a vacant or a semi vacant house and you add furniture to make it look more appealing. Oh, I see. Yeah. So uh, basically it's the the lipstick and the blush of the house, right. <laughs> you know, like, okay. um, I mean, it looks great without it, but it looks even better with it. Kind right. Of like, if you see an empty room, it's kind of hard to see what could fit in there. Exactly. And especially, I mean, like for myself, I'm, a, I'm surrounded by real estate every day and I'm constantly in housing. I, I can envision, uh, you know, like furniture placement and everything. But a lot of people, you know, um, when they buy a house, they only look at several different houses probably every five years when they when they buy and sell their own property, you know, to right. grow their investment. But um, yeah, I think it's something that as a professional, we should want to offer that, you know, and especially for myself, um, I've always strived to, you know, be the the best and the, um, as I'm sure many people do, um, but just have that differentiating factor, especially because real estate is such a competitive industry. Like there's 650 agents in Saskatoon. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> I couldn't imagine if there's that many magicians. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, after, after a while, I wanted that different differentiating factor and it brought me to staging, you know, because I know it's such a powerful tool. And, um, so I took that six month period to devise my business plan and, uh, we came out with upstaging interior designs. And as far as I know, so far, I'm the only real estate in, uh, agent in the city that also owns the staging company. That's really cool. So I got my differentiator. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're putting yourself over and above everything else making, and you need in this day and age, you need to be different in some way. Yeah. And I personally, I struggle with trying to make myself different. Part of the things that I did is grow my hair out. So now I'm like (laughs) the only magician hypnotist with long hair. (laughs) Nice. I'm loving the look though. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so like, I don't know. I, I'm struggling to find other things to make myself different other than maybe the branding and whatnot. So it's really awesome that you found that. And so do you have like, like, how does that work? Do you have your, all this furniture that you just. Yeah. So it's just like on a rotational basis. Um, the variety that I carry, it's, it's mostly modern. I do have a couple, uh, traditional pieces, but just in, in this day and age and from what I've seen, excuse me, 
contemporary is what sells. So that's what I like to sort of put forward. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like to see some of your work there. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's phenomenal. Yeah. So, okay. And how long that was recently, I, I believe I saw your post on Facebook recently. Yeah, we just released uh, the company in March, actually. Awesome. Yeah, full throttle. So, Our first job was with uh, Northridge. Okay. Yeah, really, actually, they're like uh, the city's number one builder, so it was yeah. a great opportunity. Right, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so to you, yourself, your personal business, or what would you call it? Is it a uh, oh, my, like my real estate. Yeah. Yeah. My real estate's, um, it's still my primary, like it's my number one. It's, yeah. um, so does that business hire your secondary sister company? It does. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's another benefit too. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. Like they both feed off each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> that's really smart too. Like, I don't know how other people, like it, it when you hear it, it seems like, okay, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Mm. And you're the first one to do it. Uh, which is, <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm the first, but I... Or the only one in Saskatoon. Yeah, yeah. at this moment, right? Right, until other yeah. people are like, hey, that's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I also, I'm not sure, did you come across... Um, I've started a, an initiative for um, like a community outreach program. Okay, Yeah, right it's, it's called Crystal's Gift. And... Um, it's in memory of a, actually my sister who um, passed away, and Sorry to hear that. yeah, it's it's over a decade now, so you know, okay. healing happens for sure. But uh, anyway, so she was she was um, a really positive person and uh, passionate. I mean, from everything that I can remember, she she always wanted to help other women. And so that's sort of why I isolated to um, uh, single mothers. So Crystal's Gift is a community outreach program for single mothers. And it's basically uh, providing them, anybody with need, in need of gently used household items. Okay. So like say a couch or coffee table, et cetera. Right. And um, I had been wanting to do something in memory of her for quite some time. And then... Um, I don't know. It, it just sort of all came together, like subconsciously. I was like marinating what I can do. And I kept getting clients when I'd sell their house at the end of the day, they'd be like, you know, I have all this furniture that we don't want to bring to our new house. And then I'm like, well, there's a need here or there's, there's a need here. And then I can also identify another need here. Right. right. And sort of married the two. And, uh, yeah, so the Crystal's gift was um, was born, I guess, and uh, is your your sister's name Crystal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's how that really, worked that's out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And how's that been going? It's been going good. Um, there's getting like I've gotten not as many donations I was as I would like, but um, the more the donations roll in, the more that we can find placement for them and. Um, Again, as I'm really looking for like quality furniture, like we're not looking for a couch that has a million holes in it, right? Like the purpose is to have these items come into the home and for them to improve the quality of life for these kids who, you know, they didn't ask for um, to be in a a single parent household. And and if you look at StatsCan, the the average uh, household income for a single parent family is about 27,000. So, you know, like, how are you supposed to (laughs) provide, you know? And um, I don't know. I I just, that's another thing that I'm really passionate about. And I'm I'm glad that I sort of conjured up this concept. I hope it works. To be honest, I, like, I'm just sort of shooting blind with Crystal's gift. But I really want it to work because there's no other resources for single mothers like that, you know? Like, I I did the research. (laughs) And it's unfortunate. Well, I have like your your heart's behind it, which yeah. you know when you put your heart behind something, I it always works out. So yeah. I have a really good feeling about for that. So man, that's three huge things that you're up to. <laughs> how do you how do you juggle it all? Like you're working sixty hours on one. <laughs> this doesn't leave you very many hours left in a week. No, but yeah, I sort of live and breathe all of my projects, you know, and um, like I literally wake up 
to my projects and go to sleep to my projects. Like that's my first and last thought. Okay. When <laughs> I don't know, if it, it might be like an unhealthy obsession, but I call it a passion. So you know, hey, it works though. Yeah. And uh, you know, I don't think that's wrong at all. I, I yeah. think if you're exactly what you said, if you're passionate, you should wake up thinking about it and being hungry to do that at every hour. And then when you go to bed, you should be thinking about it. Like personally, I. I'll go to bed, but sometimes I won't be able to sleep because I'm like coming up with ideas and then I yes. have to like get up. The only way to sleep is to write them down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. yeah, totally. So yeah, how do you prioritize? Like, how do you schedule a day? Well, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I sort of just um, played by ear, but for the most part, uh, in regards of prioritizing, like, my son comes first before everything, you know, like, right. and that's, that's sort of a side note, you know, like you always have to have that reason, right? That reason that's keeping you going, that reason that you're working so hard and striving to build a life. My reason is my son. And, um, so, uh, leading up to the passion, um, Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. No problem. It's really hot in here with those lights. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know exactly. I, and for those listening and watching, um, it's my fault. I left the heater on in here all night. So it was just like, and it's a really hot day. It's like 21 out finally. <laughs> I know. We finally have spring here. Do you sell more houses when it's hot out? We do. Yes. It's, yeah, it's okay. in the middle of our, our spring rush. So I'm really trying to take advantage. Ooh, which leads me back to the question you had about uh, prioritizing. So after my son, my number one priority are my clients. Um, so that's selling their houses and finding them houses to live in. You know, like if I have um, other appointments, more often than not, they're taking a backseat to my clients. Right. Yeah. Awesome. That's important too for your clients to know and and understand that too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's a good way to to run a business, I think. Yeah. So, what have you what have you learned through the past three years of real estate that uh, that you've learned about yourself? Maybe like the top one or two things that you've that you didn't know about yourself, but now you do because of because of this business. Hmm. That's an excellent question. <laughs> I would say probably the number one, and I don't know if it's learning necessarily about myself, but it was just uh, like a, a realization that I think everybody should come to terms with is that you can literally do anything you put your mind to. Like if you can imagine it, you can do it, you know? Sure. <laughs> and you just have to have that vision and you have to have a clear vision. Like I'm a believer in vision boards. I'm a believer in writing a business plan, you know, if you can't see it, how are you supposed to reach it? You know, you can't hit a target that you can't see. Exactly. Yeah. So a vision board, that's when you, you cut out images of, of things and events that you want to occur in your future, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't mind me asking what's on your vision board right now, right now I have, um, photos of, you know, interior designs just to sort of um, meld my staging uh, career. And um, I also have, you know, um, I actually have one of my commission checks up there <laughs> just to sort of keep me, you know, that's that's sort of, well, bottom line, that's what keeps the business going, right? Exactly. Like yep. make money to spend money to make money. Yep. And, um, but if I can say anything about that, it's, that the majority of what I do put in both my vision boards and my business plan, they will come to fruitation, which is awesome, you know? And I always encourage my friends and my family, like, right, do a vision board. It's so easy. It literally takes like an hour, right? Exactly. Yeah. So where do you put yours? Because you need to be able to see it every day. Right? Yeah. Mine's by my bed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Perfect. That's yeah. a good spot. Yeah. Because it's, it's personal and it's yeah. not like, like there's intimate stuff on your vision board, you know, and yeah. um, it's not like you, <laughs> you can't share it all. I understand exactly. That. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, some of it is just personal goals too. Exactly. Yeah. So you five years ago and you today, what's the biggest shift that you've noticed in your mind? Um, 
maybe in the way you think or the way you uh, approach or deal with uh, obstacles? Um, probably just self-awareness, you know, like, um, I'm 29 and five years ago I was 25 and I think, um, and to be quite honest, I'm looking forward to hitting my thirties just because I am a firm believer that with age comes wisdom for sure. Because when I look at my past years and early twenties and whatnot, it really was just, um, like I, I sometimes just shake my head at silly little younger Tanya, but, um, you know, every experience we have sort of brings us to where we are today. Right. And all sure. our decisions. Um, so my biggest change in the past five years is just self-awareness and having that strong self-identity, you know, because, um, if you're always chasing, you know, what others think you should be or what you think others think you should be or trying to please somebody else. Exactly. You're never going to be happy. And if you're not happy and you're, if you're not doing what you need to do with your life, like we all have a purpose, you know, and you really need to have, be, just be honest with yourself. You know, I really, me, myself, I consider myself a pretty genuine person. And I really enjoy that when I can see that in the people I, you know, interact with. For sure. Gen being genuine is a really, a valuable characteristic. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So you've come a long ways in the next five years. Do you think that far ahead? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, what do you see as the biggest change for you in the next five years? Hmm. Probably just seeing fruitation in all of my three projects right now. Right. Like, um, I've, I've definitely seen fruitation in my real estate business and that is, uh, something that I'm very proud of. And, um, now upstaging interior designs and crystals gift are just, they're at their infancy right now. Right. And when I, when I look back to how much work it was to get my real estate business up and running, like I didn't, I started from nothing. I didn't have a network. I didn't have, uh, you know, a pile of money in my back yeah. <laughs> to get things rolling. Exactly. You had to hustle. And exactly. Yeah. So I'd like to, I'd really like to see, um, upstaging and Crystal's gift, you know, succeed and be their own sort of entity. And, uh, overall I'd like to have all three of them rolling, you know, the, the wheels, the wheels turning on themselves as opposed to me getting out there every day and, <laughs> you know, using yeah. everything in my being to have them rolling, exactly. which, which you do at the beginning of business, exactly. you know, yep. but, um, like for my real estate career to get it to where it w is today, like blood, sweat and tears literally has gone into that <laughs> and, and it's worth it, right? Like nothing in this world is, uh, that's worth having is easy to get. Right. For sure. Yeah. And it's so much more rewarding too. Yes. So, Tell me about maybe one of the struggles that you had in the past few years, getting to your current uh, level of success and how you pushed through and overcame it. Hmm. You know what? It may sound cliche, but my biggest barrier was myself, you know, because when I entered the real estate agent, like I said, it, it, um, it was sort of a personal journey too, because um, my confidence wasn't the greatest coming in. And again, my self identity wasn't the strongest either. Um, so, so that was the biggest barrier, just overcoming myself, you know, and, um, and so a little bit of the backstory is that statistically the average realtor is a 57 year old man. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the average? Yeah. Like that is a, a fact. Huh. So, um, when I entered, I always, that was sort of always in the back of my head, you know, and, and, um, like I would think, well, people aren't going to take me seriously, you know, and, and all of that. But, um, once I realized, you know, I do have a lot to bring the, to the table, you know, like when I've sold houses that other realtors who have been in the industry for a couple decades have not and could not that was, those were huge, uh, confidence boosters and they sort of helped me come to the realization that 
um, I, I was on the right path, you know, for sure. Did, uh, did any of the, the older, any, I don't want you to name any names, but of like, course. did any of them ever look down upon you and like try to maybe discourage you? Um, well, for the most part, um, there's, there's been, you know, healthy competition. Yeah. Um, it is, it's still a business. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, not necessarily pushing me down. No, I, I can't say that there's, there's probably a healthy amount of, uh, um, you know, I don't know what the term is when you, when you, um, you know, you're competing with someone and right. you can't really, you know, drag them down and, and at the end of the day, our our industries it's regulated. It's very closely regulated that um, we abide by bylaws and regulations. Um, and so, so I like that about real estate. You know, like we we all play fair, and we all have to play fair. Right, right? Yeah, it's the law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I guess I just asked that because uh, I experienced older magicians that were like. Okay, what are you, man? No way. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then like ever since then I've just kind of like stayed away from other magicians in and around the area and just like been my own thing. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to name names cuz there's only a of few. Of course, like, yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't know why. I maybe yeah, I, I just try not to think about it, yeah. but at the same time, I feel like maybe that's happened in other industries. But. It does, you know, but that's another reason why I don't really want to dive it in, in it too much because I'm a firm believer, like anything negative, you know, let it just completely roll off you. And then you really want to just retain all the positive. Yeah. Um, but if anything, I can say that they're definitely, um, you know, they're just intimidated by you. Right. Okay. Because. I might or I might not have similar instances, but it's it's sort of like, you know, they've been around forever and then here's you, you have talent, you're young, you're coming forward and um, they're like, well, who are you? You know, like right. you need to pay your dues kind of deal. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, th I think you're great. Like, honestly, I don't even know any other uh, magicians in, 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 in the province, period. <laughs> and I've seen like I, ever since. You did like this coin trick at Sastel, um, where I like closed my hand and then I opened my hand and there was a coin in it and it has been blowing my mind for six years. <laughs> and awesome. I know you'll never tell me, but that's why I say you're like legit, like you're a really good magician. It's not even corny in the, the slightest. Sweet. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that, that, uh, you remember that. I do. <laughs> Awesome. So yeah, you guys try to figure that out. You won't. <laughs> Trust me, you won't. I've tried. <laughs> <clears throat> How old is your son? If you don't mind me asking. He will be six at the end of the month. Six. Mm. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? I don't have kids. Gonna be a dad soon? Nope, no, <laughs> no, no kids on the horizon or anything. Aww. Yeah. I don't Do you know. plan on like in the next five years? What are your aspirations, personal, know. professional? For that, I don't. I don't think I'll have kids because uh, definitely want to do a ton of traveling. Yes. Right away and uh, traveling while performing and then documented on video as Ooh, well. Oh, so, nice. So I want to be able to get all that in and also get myself to the level of success where I think would be able to sustain having a child. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does completely. Yeah, Cause I want to be at a, at a certain level before, before I bring a child into the world. But at the same time, can't predict when that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know really. I, I personally am just looking a couple years ahead and uh, I think the next thing for me will be a move from Saskatoon into a bigger center. Yeah. So I'm thinking Calgary or Toronto. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not sure. We'll see, though. <laughs> well. Because Calgary, I'm close to Saskatoon mm -hmm. and Saskatchewan. I can still service Saskatchewan while also growing and building in Alberta. Yeah. 
and then also the mountains are right there. So yes. <laughs> I can go snowboarding a lot. Good live in there. Yeah. <laughs> but then Toronto is like a national hub. Right? Like, can you imagine the potential? I know. And that's the business center of Canada. Yes. So most of my business is through business people in corporate events. Yeah. And I feel like it's probably, it's probably the place I should be going to. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but who knows? Yeah. Definitely stay in Saskatoon for like another year. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so what is maybe a book or a movie or some sort of uh, media that you've consumed as a, a story that taught you a very important lesson? Hmm. Um, I wish I have something more interesting to say, but uh, Wayne Dyer. Wayne Tyre okay. is uh, definitely my go-to self-help. Okay. And uh, pretty much all of his books, you know, like if you're looking for uh, self-development and uh, any sort of growth, you know, that is, I recommend you try Wayne Dyer if you haven't. Okay. Yeah. Wayne Dyer, I'll remember that and put in the, the show notes for this episode. Okay. And it, in addition to that, where would a person start in Wayne Dyer's uh, collection? You know what? I, I can't even speak to that just because I did not do it in any particular order. I just um, sort of grabbed whichever one was available and worked my th way through it. Okay. Yeah. Are you a, a reader or a listener? What do you prefer? Or maybe like watching? I don't know. Because personally, I I learn better when I have like a an audiobook. Or a, or a podcast. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I can do other things. I can, yeah. But for myself, just reading something, I don't know. It's it's harder for me to read than to listen. Really? Hmm. I'm, I'm a reader. Um, I'm not necessarily a listener. It's funny how all the different, like, personality types and, like, yeah. learning um, preferences. But I'm, a, I'm definitely a reader. Uh, I like that I, I feel that I absorb the information better that way. Okay. And um, I think listening would be on the last of my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After reading, it would be definitely watching. Very visual. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because reading takes a lot of time. Like, I am a slow reader. That's probably part of the reason why I don't like reading as much. Um, you're probably a fast reader, but anyways, <laughs> uh, how do you... How do you schedule that? Do you schedule reading into your day? Like, uh, not into my day. No, I. Whenever I go on vacation, I I read a book or two. A book or two. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. it's it's really relaxing, you know. If you ever do, like when get, you're on a beach. And yes, and it's like it's almost like a spiritual experience. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It's just it feels really good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because I guess I can relate in. Not that reading on a beach or anything, but like when you do get into a, a good book, because like there's magic books, I can get into those. Oh yeah, and nice. Read those and I'll just get lost in there. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going on a tangent. Um, <laughs> and I had a, another question and I completely just gone from my mind it happens in every single episode <laughs> really <laughs> I blame the heat i had the same <laughs> brain wave yeah okay. I'll, I'll blame past me for leaving that heater on <laughs> <laughs> okay how about this um i have a question that i ask everybody okay that's been on the podcast um it's kind of changed a little bit but the basic premise is it's a hypothetical situation uh, an evil hypnotist, not myself, obviously. <laughs> now you're an angel. <laughs> so this person somehow, and by the way, that's not possible. It's just if it was possible. Okay. That person erased everybody's memory of you, everyone that you've ever met, everyone that knows you. This person erased their minds or, yeah, using hypnosis, which, mm -hmm. again, it's not possible. So don't worry, guys. <laughs> Can't do it. And now you're given the opportunity to do or create one thing. And when any of those people sees it, reads it, listens to it, they immediately break that hypnosis and remember who you are. So I guess I'm looking for maybe something that everyone knows. Oh, hey, yeah, that's Tanya. Like my trademark? Sure. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> These questions you're coming up with are really <laughs> thought provokers. Um, I want to say that there should be like a poll done to find this out because to be quite honest, I don't follow what people say or think about me. And I don't think you should to a level, you know, because there's, you can't please everybody and you're always going to have people who are, um, you know, not yeah, impressed with you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but I, an identifier to me is probably, um, driven. Okay. Yeah. That's, I've been getting that word thrown at me a lot, so I'll take it. Yeah. And I can definitely see that too. Just, yeah. you know, you, you just keep expanding and I, I feel like in the next few years, you're not just going to have three different projects. You're going to have maybe X number more. Maybe four or five. Yes. I'm sure there's some <laughs> ideas brewing in your head. Yeah, right yeah. And I'm not even aware of them. They're just <laughs> hanging out there. <laughs> exactly. So what would you say to people that are having a... <clears throat> that have ideas, but they're not sure on how to execute them? Oh, find a mentor and surround yourself with, um, you know, positive people who are going to support you, you know, don't be afraid to weed out toxic people. And I'm not saying go and tell them off. You don't need to burn bridges. But you know what? People come into our lives for different reasons. And they once they're, that reason is, you know, essentially a fill, filled, it's okay for, you know, these people to exit your life. Right. Um, but yeah, mentors are huge. I I have probably one or two, maybe three mentors that I could attribute to. Uh, giving me huge direction and huge support. And um, they're absolutely essential if you want to reach, um, you know, that platform that you're trying to get to. Find a mentor, somebody in the industry, somebody who's been, um, who's attained the success that you want, or basically, um, you know, a guide. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy you said that. Oh, really? Do yeah. you have do you have a couple mentors? I'm about to do that next week. I'm going down to the to New York first, and um, so my Christmas season's always extremely busy. Yeah, where I've, I almost have a show every single day. Nice. The rest of the year, it's, it's slower. You'll get a show here and there, but it's enough to to sustain a full time employment. With, yeah. With this, but what he does, my Christmas season his entire year is that busy oh, wow. and I want to be at that level. So I reached out to him and I'm going to be doing video for him. So like, I won't be doing magic or hypnosis. I'm going to be his video video uh, videographer. Yeah. Videographer. Wow. So I'm going to be following him around, making his content and in return, he's going to teach me and mentor me and how to get to his level. That's exciting. Yeah. So I feel like I'm going to jump up a couple levels and, and, in experience a lot quicker than doing it by myself here. Yeah, totally. So yeah, it's awesome that you said that because it's exactly it's like a right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, it's just reaffirming what, cause I've been scared about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't sure if it was going to be the right decision. Cause like, I mean, I'm not going to be making any money. I have to step away from Saskatchewan right. here for a month at a time. And yeah. then we'll be able to, you know, continue marketing while as I can full time here, you know. Yeah. So it's scary, but I'm glad you said that. It makes <laughs> me feel a lot better about what I'm about to do. So. Well, totally. You know what they say. I mean, if you're not, if you're comfortable, you're not growing. Right. You know, and and anything, anytime there's risk, as long as it's calculated, um, it's gonna lead to good things. Exactly. You're gonna be like double the, the Hadlin than when you <laughs> left. <laughs> Yeah. That, awesome. Yeah. Thank you. For, yeah. <laughs> Affirming that. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I've been a little bit stressed and unsure and now I'm, now I'm calming down. So nice. But yeah, Monday I'm going to be there. Oh my gosh. How I long know. are you going to be there for? Uh, for the rest of May first off, and then I'll be back for part of June. And then again, um, as long as it goes well. Uh, July, August, and who knows? I don't know. Oh, wow. So probably at least all of summer. Huh. Because I definitely would want to come back to Canada to... For your Christmas to, rush? Exactly. Yeah. 
And then after your Christmas rush, are you going to sort of pack up and, and leave Saskatchewan? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Because uh, it's really, this is my home base. I've, I was born here. My family, mm-hmm. pretty much all my family is here. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to, to leave. Yeah. But at the same time, with what I do, there's a lot of travel. And really, my home base, I, I think, could be anywhere. Yeah. And you kind of have to, to capitalize, right? And yeah. to reach um, sort of the the heights that I know you want to reach. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? One day, I totally believe you're going to be like huge. You're going to be this nationally renowned magician and i'll be like i'll be like i knew that guy i worked with him for a little bit <laughs> at saskatel selling cell phones selling yeah internet and all that fun stuff yeah now i guess it's kind of a, a side note on everything but recently sorry, yeah how do i say the question properly without offending saskatel it's about sex because it's like yeah we don't want to get whole, in any trouble yeah. well like, i mean right now they're talking about selling sex yeah what do you, do you have any thoughts on that um you know what <laughs> my plate is so full that when it comes to th- things like that i don't really get too involved um however i fully support anything that is safely strengthening our economy. Right. Yeah, because I mean, my industry kind of relies on a strong economy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's been strong for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I've, for some reason, uh, I forget who it was, but someone told me that like pretty soon we're going to see a, a dip. Is Is that something that you can foresee? Well, you know what? Predictions Um, are really hard, too. Exactly. And, like, I always touch base with my broker whenever I hear, you know, things like that. Because he's he's been in the industry for several, many, many decades. And um, he's a wealth of wisdom. Um, And basically what he said is um, every couple of years, there's always this doom and gloom people saying oh the market's gonna crash the market's yeah. gonna crash and you know it's it's yet to happen you know um like st- statistically speaking the market is like year over year the market's only down five percent um although for the month of april it is down just for that isolated month it's down 16 percent. however Houses over 600,000 are up 65%. So that's huge, right? Is that not amazing? Insane. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't see it coming to the extremes where there will be a market crash, but um, there's slight movement right now. And, and really, exactly, exactly. And we are in a buyer's market right now, but it's going to come back. It'll come back to a balanced market and then a seller's market and so on and so on. It's a cycle and it's inevitable. Right. And it's what always happens. Exactly. Awesome. So what's next for you? Mm, just working away. Like, honestly, I don't even conscientiously um, just think, you know, that this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to yeah. do. A lot of the time I'm just picking away day by day, like to grow my business, like with my head down, nose to the grindstone, um, working, working. And should I come across another need that I, I feel will benefit my business and, and the people and my clients essentially, then that at that time I'll probably add to the equation. But right now I'm, I'm trying to grow a couple of baby, baby businesses <laughs> and, um, yeah, my, my plate is overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm really grateful that you were able to make some time for this. Yeah. Cause I know that you are extremely busy. So yeah. it's awesome that you were able to come out here and, uh, you know, just even just having this conversation, like I've already learned a ton. Really? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So, and to have this conversation is really cool too. Cause yeah, we both came from Sastel. I know, now right? We've come so far since then. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. Um, 
I had it. See, it happens every single episode. I think that's like my thing in, in this <laughs> podcast is forgetting questions. That'll be your trademark? Maybe. Because like I don't write anything down. I don't prepare anything beforehand. I just maybe look at a little bit of social media. Okay. On, on I guess, but I've known you since Sastel. Yeah. So, and then I just try to try my best to have conversation and get, uh, yeah, an enlightened conversation. Yeah, really natural. Like it's yeah. not forced. It's raw. It's relaxed. Yeah. No, I like it. This environment's awesome. Cool. Well, yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question that I always ask because okay. that's easier to think of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a uh, because uh, there was a uh, one guest who doesn't believe in motivation, and then there's some that that do. What's your take on it, and what motivates you? Hmm. I don't understand how you cannot believe in motivation. Like in, in what sense? Um, you know what? It's, uh, I think it was more about waiting to be motivated rather uh, than just executing. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't believe in motivation. He believes in, uh, just doing and being, and just right. persisting. Yeah. It sounds like he's, I mean, I don't know him and I don't want to, you know, uh, um, sort of just label somebody, but it sounds like he's just maybe so advanced on that, that motivation just is in action. him, right. right? Like it's not something that he turns, it's something that's always on in him probably. Right. And that, which I think I have to agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that sort of, um, leeways into my thoughts on motivation, like, with any any sort of characteristic that you want or that you have, you will, they're all muscles, right? Metaphorically speaking, mm -hmm. the more you work it, the more exactly. powerful it'll become. And if you work it constantly, I mean, again, metaphorically, like you're gonna have it without even flexing, right? It's just there for you, you know? So um, like me, I don't have to search for motivation anymore. Like it's literally everywhere I look. <laughs> but um, for people who want to get motivated, I say just do some serious self-reflection, you know, find out what's important to you. And those important items you can draw motivation from, right? And then in one of these days, you're going to wake up and you're going to have that constant motivation like your other guest there who doesn't even realize he's like... <laughs> motivation embodied <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so do you do for for yourself for self-reflection do you meditate or i how do you self-reflect yeah i do a lot of reading i meditate i pray i was raised in a christian household so i i do um like i i have a lot of those values and i i have a really prominent ethical you know conscience for sure. and um you know ultimately i think what you put out into the world is going to come back to you good or bad right that's like a um really proven and true philosophy <laughs> i've seen it time and time again exactly so regardless if um you know people are going to hear about it or if it's behind closed doors i always strive to you know do good, you know, do, do the best that I can in my, you know, ability and also do, do good for other people. And I think, um, that's great for my industry because real estate, um, it's, it's a real, real variable when people, you know, go to buy and sell. And I think, um, helping them is something like with real genuine good intention, you know, um, is something that I like to be able to offer to the world, you know, like I had this one client, she was an immigrant and she came from the Congo and I ended up helping her buy a home. It was a very tiny home. It wasn't a ton of money. My commission check was peanuts, but it was one of my most memorable because when we closed that deal, she just started sobbing tears of joy. And I, that literally like just melted my heart. Like one that, like, that's what I want to do. I want to make a difference in people's lives, you know? And uh, I mean, you know, 
to be quite honest, some realtors or realtors in a, as a whole don't necessarily always have the best reputation, but, um, I don't know. I can't speak for other, other people, but I do know that it's a good industry. It's a needed industry and it's a, it's a quality industry. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. You were able to change someone's life essentially. Yeah, for sure. Right? And really powerful. Yeah. Well, could you imagine like she lit like we all know, you know, the recent events. Well, not necessarily recent at this time, but past events in the Congo. And could, like, could you imagine escaping from that and coming to, you know, a free land and owning a home? And I was so proud of her, too, because people who have lived here their entire lives still don't own a home, yeah, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so I was rooting for her. Yeah, that's and, huge. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, thanks. So congrats on that. That's, Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. And we need more people like you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have you have your your personal business ventures, but then you also are giving back to the community and it's awesome. It's yeah. good to see. So yeah, thank you for just being awesome in in Saskatoon because <laughs> we need more people just to, to help the community. I think I think there's a lot of people out there like that, you know, and um it's just believing, you know, having that positive mind frame and whatever you focus on will become your reality, right? Exactly. So that's so true. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Anything that you think, if you keep thinking negative, then negative things happen. Exactly. Because negative things always happen. It's just whether or not you are going to give it thought and attention. Yes. And if you do, then that's all you notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I kind of relate it back to like if you're thinking of somebody and then all of a sudden they call. Yep. Like you think of hundreds of people every day. It's just you don't always actually pay attention to when you're thinking about that person. Mm -hmm. and so eventually it just happens. Yeah. Law of attraction. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what is the best way for people to find you? Well, I have a very strong social media presence. I'm not sure if you've noticed. <laughs> uh, some people may call it borderline annoying. <laughs> but um, I'm readily available there. My contact information is all over the internet, as are, uh, you know, everything I'm doing business-wise and all of the resources that I can provide is all on the internet. Um, otherwise, you know, call Remax. Oh, my you, signs are around the city. What about one of the links? If you can just spell out one of the links for, oh, for someone that's um, Yeah, sure. So for my real estate business, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, you just uh, dial in um, www.tanyalarose.com. And um, we have, you can search for homes on there. You can find out a little bit more about me. You can see all of my social media posts. And um, also, I always have ongoing promotions. So you can take a look at those. You can also go to www upstaging interior designs and have a look there for my staging um staging services oh and crystal's home or pardon me crystal's gift is also on uh tanyalarose.com so if you know a single mother that might benefit from the program she can head on over there and sign up awesome. <laughs> really cool so now the upstaging is that dot com or dot ca they're both dot com both dot com yeah excellent <laughs> nice work yeah yeah it's, uh, in this day and age, it's hard to get a .com, just on a side note. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I did a lot of research prior to, you know, uh, the name of my staging business anyways. There's not a ton of Tanya LaRoses out there, so I I wasn't completely restricted on that regard. For sure. Um, yeah. I guess some, some of the people watching and listening, they don't know, they know me by just Hadland, but I've went through and I Google searched my own name. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently... There's a more famous um, wine maker. No way. The same name. Exact same name. Anthony Anthony Hadlin. Oh, uh, no. Anthony Hansen. Oh, Anthony yeah, Hansen. Hadlin's my middle name. Are you serious? Yeah. Hadlin Hansen? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It has a flow to it. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, so I just took my middle name and made it my stage name. That's and cool. singular name. Yeah. So that well, it's, it's, it's like very recognizable. Is it? Yeah. I love okay. your logo too. Where did you it's, get it done? Or it's my you... initials actually. Yeah. Like a and H. Yeah. But did you uh, do that yourself? Yeah. I dreamt about it one night. No way. And I woke up and I was like, oh. 
That's amazing. See, little <laughs> things like that, that's like an affirmation. You are on like the path in life that you need to be, right? Awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I tried to make it while falling asleep and I was like, I don't have anything. Yeah. And then I just woke up and knew. It was, Crazy, it was right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. There's actually was one time I was trying to perfect a, a slight with a deck of cards and I couldn't get it and I was getting frustrated. And then when I went to bed, I like literally for hours in my dream, I was dreaming of practicing the move. And then I woke up and I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I wish I could do it every time though. I don't yeah. know. Like that was yeah. just a one off sort of thing. It hasn't happened since. And, yeah. But it was really cool. Like I wish I could just tap into that. Well, that's the thing. It's there, right? And sometimes you just have to like trust your spirit that it's going to, you know, just give your spirit the benefit of the doubt, I guess, right? That you do have that capability. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and people know how to find you now. Um, was there, is there anything that you wanted to touch on that we didn't get to talk about? Um, other than a shameless plug for business, I'm always accepting new clients. Well, right now I am. Um, but no, not necessarily. I think the questions you asked today were so very thorough and a lot of them unexpected. So I'm hoping I was able to give answers that will help people or inspire people. But, um, no, that's about it, I guess. Awesome. Um, and yeah, I guess before we let every before I let you go and let everyone else at home know or go I before we started you kind of gave me a, a heads up that you might not be a talkative person yeah I didn't see that at all oh really by the way, so, yeah well yeah. <laughs> I mean if I have to I I will but I prefer yeah. like I'm a, I'm a listener at heart you know and um I think that also helps in my business right because exactly. I can listen to my clients and I'm not talking their ear off but um and, and at the same time, I'm like, I, for some reason, I'm just not completely comfortable about talking about myself just because I don't know, I was raised sort of to help, you don't have to humility. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like I'm <laughs> just going on and on yammering, which I'm probably doing now. So yeah, no, but I, yeah, I'm really happy the way this whole thing went. And I'm awesome. really happy that you invited me out. For sure. And yeah, and, thank you for coming out. Yeah. I had a lot of fun, learned a lot and found out how much of a, an awesome person that you are. And yeah, Saskatoon is a much better place with you here. So, Oh, that's awesome. Right on. So make sure you guys go to tanyalarose.com and who's your, your target market? Like who's, uh, who are the clients that you're looking for? People uh, that are wanting to buy and sell? Yes, residential, all residential homes right now, um, being that I have the staging. I'm also uh, licensed in commercial and I do have a, um, uh, you know, um, a client who wants me to sell his hotel. However, um, my sole focus is re residential real estate. So residential. if you have a house, condo, you want to sell it, you want to buy it, I'm your person. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> definitely get in contact with her she's going to take care of you and awesome well thank you so much tanya and yeah we'll see you we'll hopefully have you back on here again soon yes and yeah. best of luck in new york awesome thank you <laughs> there you have it folks that was episode number 56 with tanya larose thank you so much for your time and attention please if you enjoyed this episode it would help me out if you could hit subscribe and share this with somebody that you feel would benefit from the information learned in this episode and be sure to contact Tanya if you ever need to buy or sell a home. All right, guys, thank you again so much. My name is Hadlin, hypnotist, magician, mentalist, and speaker from Saskatoon. And I'll see you on the next episode, which, by the way, is going to be held in my new studio, which we just acquired. So everything is going to be bumped up quality-wise. We're going to be live streaming every single episode to either Facebook or YouTube. Not sure 100% which one we're going to do at this moment in time. So may as well just follow both pages. And All right, that's it for now. Thank you again, and take care. <laughs>